Cool. I've already like smoked a joint this morning. It's not even that late in the day yet. So getting into some wedding cake because it's a little less uh, potent than that GMO we had this morning. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode four of the podcast. Before we get into today's episode, got to plug a few things. We have the Hawaii show coming up June 27th. If you're interested in coming to that show and you're traveling to Hawaii, um, contact uh, Hetty Hawaii on Instagram. And I believe that they will give you some insight on maybe ways to save money and plan a fun trip. Also, too, we have a massive drop landing in about a week at Planet Caravan. This is the clear drop. This is part two of their first drop of the year. And this is like the only giant drop we're doing this year because this was supposed to happen last year. This year, we're actually trying to do smaller drops so that we can get more shops glass. It's our goal and we're working towards it. And the last thing I wanted to plug is we have our first guest coming up. Uh, it's going to be one of my friends, one of the funnest people, and just he's so entertaining and kind. I mean, I'm really excited to just hang out with a friend basically for the first time because this is all new for me. Like, So my first guest episode, I'll have a friend here, which will make it easier on me, and that is Goliath. So I'm excited to have him here. We're going to have him here late March. I think it's either the 19th or maybe the 18th of March. We haven't decided the exact day yet. Yeah, so today's episode, we're going to be getting into a few different things today. Um, We're going to talk about the different variations of RBRs. Mainly, we're going to focus on the standard versus the XL double diffused. We're going to talk about that. Um, We're going to talk about what's the purpose of a recycler, like why why smoke a recycler. Um, Then I also want to talk about uh, where our industry is going or like... I don't know where I'd like to see it go or like ideas for the future and you know what we can do as a community to build this industry up even more. I'm uh, feeling whooped today though. I'll be honest with you guys. I've been uh, I've been grinding so hard to get this Planet Caravan order done. I'm really like I'm finally caught up so now I'm trying to get ahead. So like I'm always like okay I just got to work extra hard now. But I've always been working the same amount of hours. It's when you work as much as I do, there isn't any more hours unless someone invents an eighth day of the week, which I'm still patiently waiting for the eighth day of the week because then we'd get in some more time. But when you're working as much as me and my wife do, there's no other hours. You can't be like, well, I'll just stay up late tonight and make up for it. It'd be like, well, I was already scheduled to stay up late tonight um, to, to work on the stuff I'm already booked for. So, um, but yeah, we're working on it. Um, one second here. I got I gotta smoke this joint. This wedding cake is just burning and I'm like smelling it. Yes, wedding cake. That is the strain I'm smoking today. And also too, if any of you guys out there, if you have your rigs, heat up your nails, light your joint, whatever you're doing, smoke your C B D. Let's hang out. I hopefully I think I got about at least thirty minutes here to hang out with you guys. I'm gonna try and go an hour, but we will see. Um some days I get out here and like I'm just like, well, what the fuck am I gonna talk about today? But yeah, today I am feeling a little bit whooped because we've been raging. And one thing I want to talk about too is like oh, people that are watching this podcast, like I want to like, I may, I may, I'm positive. Like I have like ideas I want to talk about and stuff and like 
having a positive perspective. And I want to talk about like perspective is like a luxury. And uh, there was times in my life where I had like no perspective because I was so like stressed out or upset or felt like no one was appreciating my work. So, you know, it can be annoying sometimes watching people like with positive perspective or talk about life in a, in a positive way when you're having a tough time. So perspective is a luxury. When you're doing better, your bills are paid, your family's fed, you have that luxury of having like a positive perspective. Um, but just know that even if things are shitty right now, you know, everything is temporary. So that perspective can change. So even if you're someone that has a negative perspective right now, that doesn't mean in the future that perspective won't change. And the reason I say all that is because I feel like I can be annoying sometimes. On Instagram, I post a ton. I'm doing this podcast now, so now you guys are seeing my face even more and my perspective. And it's been real positive over the last couple of years just because, you know, my, my daughter got here and, like, the RBR taking off and, like, having the opportunity to remodel my studio and stuff like that. So one thing I've noticed is, like, I, I worry about the future, too, is, like, people love rooting for the underdog until he finds success. So I'm hoping that this podcast and I can just share everything with everyone and um, have you guys connected to this company in a totally different way and see everything we're doing here. All right. So let's talk about the RBRs a little bit. Let's talk about the differences between the double diffused and the standard because they're both 14 mil sold and they're really close in price. So people ask all the time, they're like, well, what's the big difference? Like why? Like, like I'm trying to decide between these two pieces. And again, let me hit my joint because I talk too much. On the table here, we have a 14 millimeter standard RBR and we have a 14 millimeter XL double diffused. And you can see the double diffused is a bit bigger. It has a bigger foot, it's a bit taller, but essentially it's the same piece. It just has that little bit of extra height and stuff so it can like have this perk in there. And that double diffuse perk, like a lot of people look at it and they're like, oh, like too much diffusion isn't good for flavor. And, and yeah, that, that makes sense. So that's why that perk also isn't welded. That disc right there is floating. There's no, uh, it's not like welded in there, but when you have water in the piece, you actually can see the water gets like a little like kind of membrane around it and it creates its own like little diffusion, like little perk section. And the reason it's not welded there is because I don't really want to force the smoke through like anything too difficult. Like I don't want, I want the path of least resistance. The idea behind the double diffuse perk, more than diffusion, what that's there for is almost to add like a little like ladder for the water to climb. I don't know if you guys have ever seen the Titan RBR. In the next episode, I'll probably bring that out and talk about the Titan, but the Titan RBR really shows how this percolator works because this is just one disc. So, you know, you, you, it works really well, but you can't, maybe you can't tell how it's actually helping because it's a smaller format, but on a piece that's almost, you know, 40 inches tall, you can really see how the perk works. And that's why we did the Titan RBR too, is so I could kind of show exactly how that perk and what its benefits are. But basically what I'm saying is, is this perk, the way it's designed, you're not forcing the smoke through like some like tough, small space. It's flowing around it. And what it does is it reduces the amount of energy the user, like the person pulling on it, smoking it. Because I, I this has happened even people with that smoke RBRs, if you don't put enough water in them, when you're initially hitting the piece and like, putting like your concentrate on the nail, like you're pulling a lot lighter. You're not pulling super hard. You're like 
trying to wait till you put your carb cap on to pull. So the recycler isn't really doing anything. Like the perk's bubbling, but it's not really doing anything. With the double diffused, even though it's a bigger piece, this disc in here is almost like a turbocharger for an RBR. It just reduces the amount of energy the user needs to use to actually make the piece stack water and function. And it plays on the mechanics of adhesion cohesion. And all that means is, is that basically the water is like, it's a tight enough space where the water is able to like stick to itself. And when it sticks to itself like that, creates that membrane around the disc, it acts like a little, like I said, like a ladder for the water to climb. And that's the XL Double Diffuse. And a lot of people ask me, oh, what's your favorite RBR? And I personally love the XL Double Diffuse because I got like baby lungs. Uh, I'm not I'm like... I need a piece that's like really effortless. And even though it's the biggest one, it's super effortless. It's super smooth. And no, it doesn't ruin the flavor of your terps. Honestly, I think it's all in how a piece is constructed because I've smoked pieces that are two whole diffies that like I go to my friend's house and I have some fire hash and I've been smoking it with everyone on like my rig at my place and everyone tastes the terp. And they, I don't even have to tell them like, oh, that's strawberry banana. They know the profile just because it tastes that true. And then I go to someone else's house and I smoke a piece and, um, this is not everyone, but like this has happened before in the past to me. I smoke a piece and it feels like the perk just beat the shit out of my terps and it made my oil just taste like oil. You know, that like flavor when it's like, you know, Oh, it's just fucking hash. Like you don't even taste the awesome terps. So I think that, yeah, to maybe too much diffusion in the wrong way can affect flavor. But honestly, guys, like if you try to double diffuse, it's not going to fuck up the flavor at all. It, you don't have to work hard for your dab. It's almost like an effortless like hit. It just does the work for you. Um, it's and it doesn't feel like a recycler. If I mean, if you used to smoke like scientific bubblers back in the day, like you know that it almost will like give you that nostalgia of hitting like a scientific piece because it feels like that, but it's recycling. It doesn't have that initial chug of a recycler, that gulp. It just goes. And I think that's just, it's heavily based on that perk that's in there. It does all, it just, it completely changes the hit. Whereas the standard RBR is a little bit smaller. It has a reinforced 12 hole gridded shower head and it's welded to the bottom. That's all I mean by reinforced. All of my pieces are like that. That way, if you knock your piece over, it doesn't vibrate through the stem and then snap the perk off in the piece. I don't know if that's ever happened to any of you guys where a piece tips over and then the perk breaks off inside of it. Um, but it really sucks. Uh, so what I do is I reinforce them so that they're welded in two places and that vibration, there's no like weak spot there. So it has a reinforced 12 hole gridded shower head. It's also a 14 millimeter joint. It's just about, I would say like an inch and a half shorter than the XL double diffused. But with the standard RBRs, like they don't need that disc in there because they are a little shorter and they have a little bit more of like, I'd say like an airy effortless hit. Like it's, 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 it's hard to explain until you've pulled on both, but with the double diffused, it has like this, you can feel like all the water moving. Like you can feel the weight of the water, but it's effortless. Like you can feel the volume and the rumble. You can feel that it's heavier. There's more liquid in the vessel and it feels different the way it bubbles, but still effortless where the standard RBR is very like direct and effortless. It has like it just goes it had and they sound a little bit different too like you can hear like with the double diffuse it has more of that like smooth sound and like if you guys scroll back like through my page you'll see function videos of all these things you'll hear how quiet they are because they're like just that effortless because honestly the perks in these are a little bit oversized the perks in the rbrs are pretty big 
And the reason I did that was because I wanted like something that was like oversized so that it took less, like it, so it moved more volume of water, took less energy for the user because with a recycler, they heavily rely on airflow, especially for the drain, for like how much restrictions already on there because you have to pull the water through a condensed line. Um, so with the, with the RBR, it, the condensed line is a very short little run and it has an oversized perk. So if you think about it like a car, it's like a small car with a huge engine in it. You just barely hit the gas and it just goes. And that's what the idea behind the RBR was. It was like oversized engine, small intake, so there's not a bunch of restriction and then just have it just dump. And I kind of wanted it to be like how these are, where it's like you see the whole vortex here, you see the, all the perk there, you have both things just completely visible. Some of the more technical recyclers I've made over the years with the drains that like go through like holes and all different like shapes and like glass floors out there, you know, it's like hard, like you do all this crazy shaping and super technical welds and moves and you're like, damn, you can barely see the vortex in there because it's snaking through the whole damn piece. The RBR, I wanted it a really clear, simple function to be like, hey, here's your vortex section, here's your perk section, it's pretty cut and clean, this is what it is. So the big differences between the 14 millimeter and the standard and the 14 millimeter XL double diffused is just the size and the perk. Um, it's really a preference with hit. Everyone has a different preference. That's why I make all different types of RBRs. And some people aren't even RBR people because they don't like that effortless. They like a little bit more chug, which I totally get. Like we all have our preferences and like our little rituals, how we like to smoke. So I do other recyclers too, like the honey jar recycler. We'll do an episode with a honey jar here probably next week, I'm thinking. And we'll talk all about that. But the honey jar recycler has more of a restricted pull that follows more of the traditional recycler hit with a little more chug to it. The RBR, the idea behind it was to be an effortless daily driver that was stable, strong, and a simple, clean design that was ultra-refined. So those are the big differences. I hope that helps everyone for this Planet Caravan drop coming up because we've gotten DMs and emails, people asking, like, what are the big differences in size and perk? And um, watch those function videos on my page because you'll see and you'll hear the difference. Like even the drain on the XL double diffused has a little bit slower of a drain because it's bigger and it has more of like a narrow skinny tornado where the standard RBR has this like wide fat tornado. So they actually have a little bit different vortex as well. Some people like prefer the double diffused vortex. Some people prefer the standard. It's all in what your preferences are. All right, let's Slow down for a minute, light this joint again. Um, we'll, we'll touch back on these, like the RBRs more and more, and especially if I change things or adjust the design, we'll go back and we'll talk about it. And I, that's one thing I wanna have with this podcast too, is like with prototypes and new and different designs, I wanna be able to like uh, do an episode and be like, what do you guys think about this? And tell you like the concept and the idea behind it, like what my goal was for the piece. Did I reach that goal? Did it do exactly what I wanted it to do? Or do we have to make adjustments? So I think the podcast is going to be a great format for all of us communicating and talking about function and design. So hopefully, because I don't think the best functioning piece has been made yet. I don't think the, the perfect recycler has been made yet. I don't, I think there's always room for improvement. So that's why I'm constantly grinding too. Cause I, I just feel like the harder I work, the more time I put in, I might, I might be able to find like, what's the, the best like function. What's, you know, but again, it will always be preference. Mm hmm. Man, again, exhausted. But this Planet Caravan order is so close to being done. And once I get this Planet Caravan order done, 
I'm going to obviously keep crushing out orders, but I'm going to make sure I take a little more time to sleep a little bit and um, hang out with the family a little bit because everyone's been really patient with me this past month. I've been, or two months, I've been working really crazy just trying to get ahead for this year. Um, yeah. All right. So I wanted to talk about our industry and, and this is one thing, um, actually my producer, Mark Stiles was talking to me about, and, um, he put it into words the best for me. Like it's something I was thinking, but I guess I just didn't have a a good way to put it. And he's like, how are you bringing value to your community or industry? And that's something I want to talk about too, because I feel like if we talk about it on here enough, there'll be enough of you guys out here that want to like, you know, work on stuff and bring things to the table and maybe do stuff like I'm doing, like get more people doing like podcasts about glass and their life and stuff like that. So as a community, we can, we can bring even more value to this and build this up into something even bigger and, you know, opportunity for anyone that's involved. Because this is where I want to be. It was always my dream to just, and it like maybe not to be a glass blower right away because I've only I like I got into glass pretty quick after I found out about it. But my dream was always to just be like it sounds stupid, but like a stay at home dad and like have you know a family of my own because I do have an older brother, but I grew up like an only only child out in the country, so I like fucking wasn't hanging out with anyone. I was like I want people to hang out with. Sounding like Michael Scott right now. This is pathetic, but. I love that like glass blowing and what this community is bringing is that have this opportunity to have these freedoms. And I feel like that opportunity could be there for everybody. Like, I feel like there's room for everyone to build a company or build a brand or at least just be part of it. You don't even have to do the business part because the business part's stressful. Once you're like, um, I forget who said this to me years ago, but it's kind of like a fish tank, like all the glass blowers and dispensary owners and growers, we're all on the inside of the fish tank. And then all the consumers are on the outside of the fish tank. And if you make that transition from just being a consumer collector and supporter of an industry to being inside of it and part of it and one of the contributors in that sense, it completely changes your perspective on things. Sometimes it's almost like when people say, don't meet your heroes, because you, once you get on the inside, you realize how tough of an industry it can be and how brutal it is. And, you know, what people put so much into it and sometimes, you know, they don't get things out of it. But I think if we work together and people like bring different ideas and all like, I mean, I think feel like on the art end, we're crushing in this industry on the art end. More what I'm talking about is like more like uh, media stuff, stuff for like, like YouTube stuff, you know, stuff people can consume for free. People can watch for free just so people can experience it and see what we're doing here and legitimize this even more. And I know it's like, don't, oh, don't go corporate, keep it underground. That's, and that's fine. I think that there's definitely room for that in every industry. And there'll be parts of our industry that'll always be really cool and underground and like selective. But I think we can also build this industry too, to be really welcoming for people that maybe are just like, you know, you know, they, they have just fairly normal lives. And I think doing that is just what we do is we just create free content for people. There's a lot of you guys out there crushing on Instagram and uh, Facebook and stuff like that. And there's definitely a lot of people crushing on YouTube, but I feel like the more of us that do it, and that's all I'm really saying. Like if you are out there crushing, blowing glass, try to find a way to film it, do do everything you can to just show what you're doing and uh, let people uh, experience it with you. 
because that connection to the internet is one of the positive things about it too, is just being able to be all connected and see what other people are doing. So that's what my goal is too with the podcast as well as to just try and see if I can bring any value to our community. If I can, uh, you know, like between having guests on, showing day in the life stuff, doing the solo podcasts, like they're not all going to be solo podcasts, but these first few are because I want you guys to get to know me and hang out just us for now. And then when I start bringing guests in, we'll all be on the same page. But I hope that uh, that's what like this podcast and us working on the YouTube channel does uh, just, you know, creating content so that we can, you know, have all these all these different like free things for people to just enjoy if they want to. If not, no big deal. If no one watches it, that's fine. You know, things like this, it might be five years before anyone even really watches even this episode. You never know. But I want to create the content and put it out there. I expect nothing out of it. Um, oh, and that actually makes me think about something like expectations, man. Like when I was younger and I was first starting glass blowing and I was just stopping doing my landscape company, like I had so many expectations all the time and I would just get stressed out and upset because those expectations were never met. And over the years, like, honestly, let me tell you, like psychedelics, mushrooms, things like that really help perspective and uh, feeling like you're entitled to something or like you expected more from something have really helped, helped me. I remember like one of the first things that like where I really started like doing things and not expecting anything out of it. Um, my wife's grandmother, um, her husband passed away and he was, you know, she didn't have anyone to help like shovel the driveway, mow the lawn. So me and my wife, it was her grandma. It's we just went there and we did it for her. We would go help her and spend time with her. And like, we weren't like mowing her lawn or like shoveling her driveway, expecting anything. We were just doing it. And you can do that same type of like, uh, you can do that same thing with a business. When you're first starting out anything, guys, just, just do it because you believe in it and you want to do it and you love it. Do it without any expectations. As soon as you start making expectations of what you think you deserve or what you should get out of something, you're going to run into problems of ego, and that ego will stunt your growth. A lot of times I see people that are incredibly skilled artists and you know, better artists than I'll ever be probably, and I see their ego get in the way, and it affects their overall success and path. And it's sad when you see someone get in their own way. So I don't know how we got there, but we did. Mm-hmm. Yep. For the next couple of days, I'm working on like, just like clear stuff. I got like 10 more double diffuse to do. And then I got 20 micros <coughs> and then 10 colored micros. Oh my God. <coughs> that wedding cake is real. Real hashy at this point. See what happens is you start smoking that cone and the fucking the resin stuff starts building up and it starts hitting. But yeah, I got clear work for the next few days, which feels really nice. Making I love making clear, affordable glass. Well, semi-affordable. I'm not gonna tell you four hundred dollars is affordable, but it's semi-affordable. If you can save up for a PlayStation or an Xbox, you probably could save up for an RBR. It's all in what you like and what you want. But yeah, I love making the more affordable glass. To me, like, I feel like I can, it's almost like wax on, wax off kind of thing. Doing a simple movements that I've done a thousand times to like become better and better. Like, 
I don't know, it's that repetitive movement and conditioning and training that I feel like can make you a master at something. And I'm nowhere near a master, but I feel like when I'm out here working sometimes, like those disciplines of just making one piece all day, every day for a certain amount of time, because I make other stuff too, but I do long stretches of just RBRs. Um, that discipline and stuff too, like everything I'm getting from that is beneficial as well. Even though some people might tell you, oh, like, you know, don't, don't make, like, don't make it unless you want to make 50 of them. That's one thing uh, an older glass blower told me once. He's like, make that, but understand if people like it, you're going to have to make a bunch of them. Do you want to make a bunch of those? Do you really feel like making it? Like, do you want to do that weld 50 more times? That's a hard ass weld. Like, but to me, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it 500 times. Let's see how good we can get. Let's, let's master it. Like, even if it's hard, let's, let's get so good at it. It becomes easy. Like, I don't know if any of you guys out there are skateboarders or anything like that, but my whole life was skateboarding before Instagram. Um, and one thing I noticed, cause I still follow like all my favorite, like skaters and skateboarding companies and stuff like that. What I noticed is skateboarding has gotten so fucking crazy. And I think glass blowing is getting there too. Like look at what people were making five years ago, what people are making now, like shit's going to get crazier and crazier. And I think it's from people that are willing to put in that, like, obviously, like, push yourself to make more difficult stuff, but, like, constantly practicing, like, trying to find a way, even if you're making a new piece, try to do the same weld in that piece somewhere so you can just, like, master that weld so it becomes easy so you can use that as a building block to get better and better. But, yeah, skateboarding, man, I miss it. We're getting business insurance for me, like, liability insurance. Like, we have business insurance, but insurance for me, so if I get hurt or something, like, we'll be okay, hopefully. Um, so I think once that insurance comes through and everything's legitimate and I get a little bit more money in the bank, I think I'm going to start skateboarding again, which I'm really excited. And my wife's signing me up for a personal trainer right now so I can try and lose some weight before Hawaii because I've been working so much and I eat good. Like we eat keto meals twice a day and stuff like that. But if, if you're not sleeping and you're drinking like eight coffees a day, like your body does some weird shit, just packs on weight. Cause it's like, you're dying. You're dying. You got to put weight on, but you're not. You're just pushing yourself super hard because you got a dream. Man, I just keep looking at these clear RBRs right here. It's cool to have some clear ones out today. I know we've had fully colored ones out the first three episodes. So it's cool. Like clear, you can't hide anything with clear. And man, so much practice to get them to where they are right now. I'm like really proud how clean they're coming out by hand. Oh man, I wish I had, uh, I wish I had the first we'll do a comparison of a, my first clear RBR versus like where they're at now and how the price hasn't changed. And you guys will see how much progression has been made on these pieces. We'll probably talk about that. Uh, um, in one of these upcoming episodes, we'll do a breakdown of like, you know, the progression on certain pieces and styles. Cause I have videos and stuff of double diffused, like double diffused like this with like the doer weld and everything, not even a male joint. Like I have videos of those from 2013. So those have been around forever. That double diffuse perk. Because when I first was trying those double diffuse, I was welding the disc, you know, because I really liked the ratchet perks from Pyrology, I think, is the guys I saw doing it. I'm sure someone else made it up. I don't know glass. Uh, I don't know gl glass history enough to tell you guys who made up what first, honestly. And maybe that's something cool we can get from this podcast, too, like by having guests on just so I can learn about them, like. Hopefully we can build this up big enough where I'm able to afford to fly certain artists out and I can do a video and talk to someone and be like, who made up this first or whatever, because I'm new to this. I'm only seven years in um, and I don't, all I do is work. So I don't hang out with anyone. So I don't know anything. So I want to learn more about the glass history too. And uh, 
hopefully that's something we can make sure that happens. But at least we got our first guest going. We'll hopefully do at least one guest a month. That's the goal. We'll see what happens. Those videos will be a little different too because we'll probably show like glass blowing and uh, just the process of making the collab because kind of my goal is to have someone come out and collaborate with me. We'll make a couple of pieces. I'm not doing any more of these collab series where I make fucking 10 pieces. I can't do it anymore. When I do that, I literally kill myself and I, it takes me a week to recover because I just go so hard because there's someone else here working with me and I want to give my best because I preach them, appreciate them even wanting to take the time to work with me. So I go a little bit too hard, got a little too much pride. It's something I got to work on. We all got a little ego somewhere, you know, but yeah, I'm really excited where these uh, RBRs are going and I'm even more excited to eventually uh, release the lathe versions that I feel will be, there's, there's some changes we're making to those ones, but I don't know. Those probably won't be till next year. I'll probably do a couple giveaways on prototype ones, just like I'll be doing giveaways on the prototype flower tubes and like, um, basically tube recyclers and different stuff I want to do. And I have ideas for, so it's going to be a year of just prototyping and, uh, showing everybody what we're thinking about doing. And then next year everything will be like capped like you'll only shops will only be able to order so many rbrs they'll be capped and then i mean this year we've capped on a certain number so they can't shops can't get too much that's planet caravan drop like i said earlier in the episode is the last big one um but we need to put some caps on these pieces so that i can release some of my newer products like i have i have a lot of ideas i've just been building up and been drawing I bought all this equipment. I redid this whole studio. I didn't remodel this whole studio to just make RBRs. I got equipment to make pieces that I physically can't make by hand because I would need three arms. Because there's certain things I want to build and uh, I just want to feel the function. I just want to put water in them and smoke them. And if you guys like them, I'll, draw, I'll, I'll make it a series. But I'm, I'm trying to just make like some really fun, like clear pieces with crazy, unique, different function. And then what I want to do is if everyone, if I could find enough people that would be down and we would do it in Colorado. So there'd probably be enough people locally that would be down, but I want to put together like a collector's party or kind of like a sash thing. And basically what I want to do is have like at least eight prototypes. They're different designs, like totally different style functions. And I want people to like come and basically just try them out and give me their input and let me know what they don't like, what they do like. And maybe this is another thing bringing like value to our community and stuff is like, maybe if we work together, we could design like, like seriously the greatest functioning recycler ever. Who knows? Like I said, I don't think it's happened yet. I think there's always room for improvement. And how fun would it be to just like have a sesh where we all get to just like try out like all these different like prototypes and then we can make like a whole video there and do like, you know, drop that as a, like a video log or even like a short, like trailer to show off, like, you know, everything we were doing and all the different prototypes and stuff. I don't know for the people that can't make it, maybe you just want to smoke a joint and watch the video. Cause I'm an introvert too. That's why I work so much and don't get out. It's a great excuse to not leave the house. I'm a busy dad that works 24 seven. So, but it's definitely good to get out there, collab with people, communicate with people. This is my attempt at communication. I'm trying to make these podcasts and do something a little different, something where I'm comfortable. But I definitely see that people that travel a lot and collaborate with lots of other artists, they have uh, 
incredible skills they learn and you know just the memories they make with people and stuff like that it's uh it's definitely I, I wouldn't tell I wouldn't tell you to just crush by yourself all the time I would say get out there and try to get those collabs in too I just say yes to a lot of things so I'm a very booked person but yeah I'm excited to keep doing these episodes guys and keep working on these podcasts like one thing I was thinking about like I have like we have I'm gonna keep doing them until I can't afford to do them that's where I'm at right now unless we find eventually find like a couple sponsors that help to fund all and cover stuff so we can make even more episodes and do different types of videos as far as like showing different products and stuff like that. But we're going to get there. This is only episode four. I'm here for a long time by myself. I know I'm going to be able to take care of this and crush and keep putting these out. Even if there's only fucking five of you watching, I'm going to keep doing this shit. And I appreciate you guys that are watching. Oh boy. We bought our tickets for the Hawaii show. We got our plane tickets. Finally, we've been like waiting because it's expensive. So we've been like waiting. We're like, oh, we got to wait till we have enough money because we just put, we put so much money in this business all the time. And we finally like got saved up enough from glass sales and we were able to get our Hawaii tickets. So it's like super official. I knew it was official before. It was just kind of like just waiting to get our tickets, but I'm excited. Um, wish we could have afforded first class. So it would have been extra comfy, but that's okay. It's only a seven-hour direct flight. But, man, like, I'm going to have to buy, like, a mask or something. Like, all the masks are sold out because, like, people are getting, like, super sick everywhere. My wife's kind of stressed out about traveling, but I'm not worried about it. But I'm really excited to fucking actually get a vacation because, boy, oh, boy, we have not done a vacation, like, a real vacation where we're, like, don't – like, I guess – I guess it's still work things we're doing the show, but we're going to have like at least a week to just like relax. So to me, I'm like, yes, we are working a little bit while we're there, but it's fun work. Like we get to go like party with people that are like-minded and like I get to like meet people and talk and hear their perspective and hear their stories. Like we're going to be chilling in a fucking like house partying. So like it's going to be like, I don't know, I feel like a way more intimate setting where people can communicate and we can actually make some memories and have some real conversations. And I hope some of the guys I meet there, I hope some of the people I meet there actually listen to the podcast too. I'd love to hear their perspective on what we're doing here and what we're working towards. And that's the thing too, like let me know in the comments, guys, if there's stuff you like are interested in seeing about the glass industry, if there's, um, you know, like guests that you are, would really be interested in seeing, like, all different stuff like communicate with me let me know in the comments or you can send an email to bearmountstudios at gmail.com because i want to like also do my thing where i like talk about what's on my mind and stuff but i also want to make sure that if there's something out there that's not being covered that people are interested in I, i would like to get interested in it too let's figure it out let me know in the comments So my mom watched my podcast. It made me feel weird. Uh, she, I was in the garage. She was here visiting for a couple. No, she, she was in the house while she was watching it. Even, even weirder for me. And she's going to watch this episode too. Mom, you made me feel weird. Um, so I was out here working. It was like midnight. And she has to be to the airport at 4 a.m. And she comes out here and she's like, oh, I just, I just watched your first two episodes. About to get in the third one. I'm like, it's midnight. What are you doing awake? And then she watched the third one and it, I was like, oh man, that's, it's weird. Cause we know each other so well, but what she said to me is it made her feel good because 
I'm bad at communicating. I don't text back. I don't call people back. I'm in my own little world, my own little anxiety bubble that I try to keep from popping all the time. So I'm working on communicating. Like I said, this podcast is for that too. So work on it. Oh man, there was something else that I was going to say about that though. Mm. I've had to watch the first few episodes of this just to make sure it looks good. It's watchable. But I'll probably have to stop eventually because after about three episodes, I'm pretty sure I have some sort of speech impediment or uh, learning disability. I'm not sure. Maybe it's the weed. Maybe the weed's too strong. But it tastes really good, especially with my coffee. Drinking that bulletproof coffee, this is not a paid ad. But that's what we're drinking today. All right, well, what else? Hmm. This, like I said, second joint of the day, so I'm a little... Oh, here we go. Here's a big one I didn't cover. Anyone that's made it this far, again, thank you for sticking with me. I know we're all over the fucking place, <clears throat> but that's what we do here. What's the purpose of a recycler? Why even smoke a recycler? That's a great question. I'm going to answer it. <laughs> all right. So, <laughs> oh my God, this is hilarious. I'm, I'm laughing because my producer's laughing. We're laughing at each other. Okay. So why even smoke a recycler? From what I understand and everything I'm about to say right now, Take with a grain of salt. I smoke weed all day, make pipes, dropped out in 10th grade. Here we go. So a recycler, ugh, a recycler, no, a recycler reduces the amount. Okay, I'm laughing still. Hold on, hold on. We're not cutting this out either. Anyone that's made it this far, this is for you. You get to watch this. Okay, from what I understand, with a recycler, because you're pumping the smoke and the water through a condensed line, you're reducing the amount of exposure to oxygen. And oxygen is corrosive to terpenes, so reduces the amount of flavor. That's what I've understood. So when you're going like from the perk through the water, through the condensed line, and then that smoke pops out in that bigger chamber, which the mouthpiece will be right there, I feel like you're reducing the amount of uh, exposure to like oxygen and air that might make the terp stale or catch more of it. I'm sure that we could have a scientist on. Maybe we'll find a scientist. We'll have him sit next to me and tell me how wrong I am. But that's what I think about recyclers. Real deal though, recyclers, I think are more of like a visual thing. We're in a day and age where people like making videos and content and stuff. And the recyclers, I think drains are almost like a glorified splash guard. You're giving the water another path to go as it stacks to the top of the piece. So instead of it like being some sort of splash guard that stops it, you give it a way to get out of there so the water doesn't go into your mouth. So there's a couple different ways of looking at it. You can get scientific or you can get practical and be like, hey, it's a glorified splash guard that makes a cool vortex, looks great on video, and it's fun to smoke. You know, best flavor, what's the best function? That can be argued. It's all perspective. I enjoy recyclers because I love watching the fucking water spin. I love feeling like a little water bender, an avatar controlling the elements as I'm smoking weed all day and making water spin in little pipes. So for like a recycler, what's the purpose? This is all for fun. You could smoke a joint. You could smoke a pen. You can smoke a rig. It's for fun. I love art. I love glass art. When I first got into this, I was like, always like, oh my God, how do they do this? It was a mystery. It was magic. They were all wizards to me. 
And then, like I said earlier, now I'm on the inside of the fish tank. I see how everything works, but I feel like it's an opportunity to adjust and change things. And I get to really play with function now. Like I get to wake up every morning and put water in pipes and pull on it and see function, adjust things. It's a really cool way to make a living. And I'm super grateful that I get to do it. Um, it's, it's insane. I dropped out in 10th grade. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. And now I'm about to turn 30 next week. And, uh, I feel like this, this is success. Like having a family, it's healthy, having a business, paying your bills, even if it's temporary. Um, it's just awesome. And, uh, this podcast is helping me just get my head, even though we're talking about work and stuff, it helps get my head out of it a little bit. I just had like a legitimate laugh here a second ago. That felt super good. That's going to make the rest of my day. Awesome. Um, so yeah, so it's fun guys. I think this episode, we probably only got about like 35 minutes or so, maybe 30. Honestly, I don't even know, but it was fun. Thank you guys that are watching this. We're going to have another episode coming out next week. Um, I think we're going to get into, I'll, I'll bring out the Titan. We'll talk about the Titan RBR and the function on it. Um, I have a bunch of other things I want to show off. I think we're going to do a little bit about the honey jar. Um, yeah, and and some other things too. I, I talk about what I go through each week and stuff as well throughout these, if I can, if I can remember. So every day is a little bit crazy when you own your own business. So again, don't forget the Hawaii show coming up June 27th. Goliath episode coming up late March and the clear drop for Planet Caravan coming up next week. Um, this was an awesome, awesome time. Thank you again, everybody that hung out. Uh, this is the What's Up Everybody podcast. Um, and you guys know me. So have a great day, everybody. Thank you.